Welcome to the Inappropriate Quilters podcast, where we talk about life, quilting, and we throw in a few inappropriate things. I am your host, Leslie Bircher, along with my co-host and inappropriate friend, Rochelle Rice. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We are using... Garage band today. I mean, who knew that this is where we were going to land? And, you know, what kind of cracks me up is we could have saved a boatload of money if this would have worked. And we would have just been maybe old can, school. Maybe we could just sell the podcast equipment. I don't, I, I, I don't like but that I, I do don't have kinda, headphones Right. On, I do kind of like yeah. the whole podcasty feel. Me too. I mean, there's no microphone in front of me. No. We're, just, we're just talking into the air. So, so, who so knows? folks, what you're getting today is um, <laughs> we've had some broken down equipment and we sent it back to our roadcaster oh. people. And I received a text from them that said, hey, guess what? Everything's really good. Your stuff all checks out and it works really well. And we're like, uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so they're sending it back to us. So we may be recording with this again next week, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. Got I cords. think I got new cords. I think we're just going to test yeah, it and see what happens. Yeah. And It'll I think be it, fine. I think the universe It'll was kind. Fine. The universe is trying to give us other ways so that we can always do our thing. Right. So we're never off our game right. again. Well, you know. Oh, oh my gosh. But welcome back. I missed you. Thank Let's start you. there. Yeah. I mean, even though we weren't able to record for two weeks, I mean, you've been gone too. I have been. So I have it been. was. I mean, it's okay. Here's how I see it. Yes. Distance is it? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Absence. Same, yeah, same thing. thing. We were and just so we were just apart. absent yeah. for a bit, yeah. and everybody's going to love us even more now that we're back. That's, true. That's how I see it. So we're kind of, we have stuff that we've gone forward on that we've talked about, but we mm-hmm. have to go backwards on some stuff that our listeners didn't hear. Okay. And, you know, like people yeah. are asking about Australia. Oh. You know, I haven't heard anything about Australia. It's like, well, because when we were going to record, we didn't have equipment. That's true. So a short Australia, because other yeah, things will come back. Yeah, give us a short Australia. This will be a short Australia. Because we got a lot to do we today. Do. So the funny thing about Australia is that, you know, I did the Sydney Harper Bridge, mm-hmm. which you, of course, would I never do that. Not. That would never happen. Not happening. And it was pretty amazing and fun. And it was much easier in 2005 when I was younger and weightless. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I wasn't there when it was super hot. Of course. But it was it was really nice, and um, you know I climbed with some people. Little Hari, that was a young man that he was like ten years old, and his mom and him climbed, and they were behind us, and he was just really fun, just making sure that you know I didn't miss a step and all this, and and he, none of his friends, and he's Australian, yeah, and yeah none of yeah. his friends had ever done this, and I found that pretty amazing that most of the Aussies that I spoke with mm-hmm. and said that I did this, they've never done it. Oh, really? Yes. They live there. They live there. But it's expensive. And, and it's, it's always available. Scary. And it's scary. And I'm not doing that. I don't even care if I live. It could be down the street could, for me. And, and I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't climb the Eiffel Tower either. No, I yeah. probably wouldn't do that. So I've done that with I'll the elevator and the stairs. The yeah. yeah, they have elevators. But I took the stairs because, you know. I'm manly that way. Oh. <laughs> I was younger then. I don't know are. now. I don't know now if I would do it if I would do it that way. But um, the the other fun thing that I that I loved about it is that um, you know I did five days in, or six days in Sydney, and then after I did the Sydney part, we went mm-hmm. on the cruise. And when we got to New Caledonia, yeah, this is their thing that you do so you get protection. <laughs> Okay, because you're on this island, and and this was what they used to do with it. So your Uh protection is, first of all, you you give the chief a sarong. 
Okay. You give him a $5 note yeah. and a pack of cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> That's so, interesting. So we find out we're doing this. So we get the sarong and the $5 and a pack of cigarettes. And I think the reason that they did this is uh-huh. when the non-natives came in. Yes. They didn't like that the natives were wearing grass skirts and you could see their, you know, their junk. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but a sarong <laughs> covers all that. Yeah. So they would give him the sarong. To well, put over the grass skirt? No, no. I think they probably replaced, replaced the it. I don't know. This is my story. This is what's coming in oh, my. This is what so I think. So this is according to Rochelle. According to Rochelle, okay. this is why this is why this tradition came out <laughs> to get your protection. Okay. Well, then how are you? You know, the natives didn't have money that the invaders were bring coming in with. Right. So they need something to trade with it. So you give them a oh, five note. Yes. Well, now you've got five notes of trade stuff, and we give them cigarettes to get them hooked on the cigarettes, so you can get the five dollars back from them. Rochelle. <laughs> now I could be totally wrong. But yeah. I don't know. But maybe not. But the, so then, my the only thing my husband wanted from Australia uh-huh. was the crocodile Dundee knife. You know oh. the great big huge knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know my biggest fear of traveling is that my organs are going to be harvested, <laughs> right? And my daughter knows this, right? Yeah. She understands this, and she always does weird things. Like she'll get us a. Um, a driver that will be out walking on the street and you see a driver and she'll uh-huh. say, hey, we want to go find blah, 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 blah. Will you take us? Yeah. And we get in this stranger's car that's not an Uber, that we're in a foreign country that could, you know, take all of our stuff and my organs. So oh my gosh. we get this guy. I that, think that's a bit extreme. Well, you know, that's it's it's my it's but my you life. are. That's right. Yes. I'm there. You are a little extreme. It's just a bit. So <laughs> so Lena gets us into this this. Um, this van and the man that was in the van, he had actually taken us on. We'd been on another tour with him and um, we'd gone to this chocolate factory and Lena wanted to buy some of the chocolates. And so he takes us to where she could buy these specialty chocolates. Mm -hmm. And the first place we went to didn't have any. So he takes us to another place, which they had them. So I said, well, I need to get this crocodile Dundee knife. And he said, well, what kind of knife? And I don't know, maybe they haven't seen crocodile Dundee there. And I'm like, you know, a big knife, a big knife. He goes, well, we'll have to go to Chinatown for that. (laughs) I said, okay, and I'm thinking, how we're on an island. Oh, and my gosh. It, you know, it's in Australia, and they have a Chinatown there. So he goes and he locks the car doors, and he says, well, I've got to lock up the car door. And I'm thinking, well, we must be going far away. It's like a half a block. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because we were not in a good neighborhood, and we were going to walk into Chinatown, which was a good neighborhood. Yeah. So we get in Chinatown. Of course, they have all these big knives. So I buy this great big huge knife, and, and I know it's not the knife my husband wants. Right. But I've got to bring a knife back. I get on the ship, I declare it, they take it. <laughs> they didn't give me my note to say that I'm going to get it back, so I figure I'm never getting the knife back. Yeah. But as we're leaving the ship, and it was kind of a cluster getting out, it was really, really bad, they yeah. did not have that down. I'm standing there, and I look over, and I see all this stuff people are picking up, and I said, hey, I had a knife. And so they give me my knife. Uh-huh. Well, now I have to take my knife to go through the airport. Uh-huh. Well, oh. it's not going to make it in the airport, no, but my luggage not. is there, so I put yeah. it in there. So when we get to California, yeah. my husband doesn't know this part, but his crocodile Dundee knife that was the actual crocodile Dundee knife, I had to buy it in California. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to know now. He's going to know now because he is listening to us now. Maybe you should cut that part out. But no, no, you no I'm not no, editing. I'm not editing. This, <laughs> this is coming raw the way it is. So that was, that's all I'm going to talk about that. Now we're going to skip forward to... Um, silverfish question. Yes. Because this question, okay, so OCH Hills, um, yeah. you know, that, that that's where we're going to be going. Right. And Miss Melissa, she yep. was saying to me, she sent me something, and she said, hey, um, she said, I heavily starched. Do you have a problem with uh, silverfish? 
Um, I don't. I've never had silver fish in my Literally house. Literally, have never had a problem. Yeah. yeah. And I starch everything, yes. and I've been starching for years. Yes. So yes. this is not like. Yes. I don't know who. I think it may depend on where you live. Well, I, how you store your uh-huh. fabric after you've starched. Like I, there, I think there's places where you. I mean, in the country, probably where there may be silverfish issues. I just have never seen them. Well, I I've never d- had a problem. You know me. I'm going to yes, do the research you did on research. silverfish. Okay, so, so this is what us. I found out. Okay, so um, one other lady says that she she's never had a problem with it. Um, it might be a matter of that she watches washes the starch out at a reasonable amount of time. Right. Well, you know, generally, if we're making a quilt, we're starching our stuff. We're yeah. using it, but we do have scraps. And yeah, we're not and washing I, those scraps. No, and I've got tons of yeah. scraps yeah. with starch, and I don't and, see And you problems. put yours into a plastic bin. Your I scraps do. are So that would probably do it. But they said that the bugs are attracted to the sweat on the fabric, not the fabric itself. Oh. And so... Um, the sweat? On, on, like, on like a moth oh, or like something. A, oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay. it didn't just do silverfish. It had to talk to me about all bugs. Every bug. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> so so don't put that sweater that you don't want to take the dry cleaners back and you're thing take it to the dry cleaners right. and get the sweat off of yeah. there but it says silverfish in particular will eat almost anything paper is a definite favor huh. best not to starch anything which is going to be stored undisturbed for any length of time okay um, um this would um not be a problem if you're regularly aired out and refolded fabric or if you're conserved you can use a pest killer with it that you know people spray for right. their, their bugs and things so i think probably most of us with what we're using, um, we're probably fine. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think so too. And uh, I mean, I, I, but I don't touch all my scraps all the time. Yep. Yep. They kind of, they're, they're pretty much undisturbed, but I literally, I've never, right. I've never seen one. Uh, and they say that solarfish live in areas with a relative humidity of 75 to 90%. Oh my gosh. So, so they're, if they're you're drawn, in the rainforest. Yeah, if you're there. <laughs> so, but you know, if you have your whole house, Home dehumidifier, right? Which I think everybody in Oklahoma has those yes. on their on their yeah. air conditioners and right. their furnaces. Yeah, we're not at that seventy five to ninety five percent. Oh no! And if we are, it's a few days. And silverfish, they like to be in dark, moist areas. That's you know that's where they kind of okay. want to hang out. So if you know we're not putting our our fabric in sunlight, but we're also not putting them no. down in the basement right. in a dark cupboard right. where it's moist. Right. <laughs> so, and if you are, yeah, what stop. are you doing? <laughs> and it's kind of like mothballs. You know, everybody yeah. used to mothball everything because uh-huh. mothballs. Well, we know that the mothballs, you know, the moth are eating the sweat. And I think we had more moths, well, like when my mom was a kid, because uh-huh. they didn't wander as often. Oh, that could be. And, you know, I mean, Ooh, heck, The smell we, of mothballs, yeah. that makes me want to, Yeah, we try a shirt on, it goes into the washing machine. Yes, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, know, whoa, I've worn that. That's, that's got to get clean. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I 100% agree. So one other thing that people have asked me about is okay. the pillow exchange that I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, you know, I sent out the photo, because on our last podcast Mm -hmm. that we just had, we talked about how she would never have guessed what I had made, (laughs) never in 100,000 million years. Yeah. So I had posted what she had made for me. Right. And what people don't realize, I believe... And it was great. I believe that she put more work into hers than what I did into mine. Oh. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm cutting stuff and gluing stuff on top. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's snap and slap, you know? But she did, but she did fussy cut. She fussy cut one and a half. Well, I think they were one inch squares. Yeah. Or or maybe, uh, and like, I think they're probably 
3,000 of those little squares that she did. And then she did the dogs, the beagles, which they right. look like my beagles, and their collars. Yeah. Pearl necklace. The, the fabric that darling. she cut was pearls. Just darling. And some of the things she fussy cut, there was like a zebra and there was a penguin. So it's like all of the things in my seven continents. Yes. She had fussy in, cut in All there. into a pillow. And it, it is so great. And the other thing that she did on my pillowcase, she put... She she made this, um, the envelope back, just mm -hmm. like I did. Right. But then she put a binding on the outside of it, whereas I put just the... I did like a face. Yeah, but yours, you wanted, you didn't, you I shouldn't did, have done no, a binding no, on yours. But mine yours was, was mine like, a piece, like a piece of art. Yes, but she put the binding on it so it would look like it could go on my wall. So, yeah. and, it, and it is, it's, it's not, it's not a pillow because you know. Because you needed to, to hang that. Because I it's opted fantastic. to not do that. Yes. So I was so thrilled. And if you don't ever think you want to do that stuff, that's the kind of stuff that you should do. Because you know, you should totally. You should do it. Yeah. It, it would be great. But well, do we want to touch on some of our uh, followers? They on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I asked. I posed a question yeah. because, you know, we talk. We've had this is like our forty eighth. Yeah. Forty ninth. I don't remember episode. Yeah. And you kind of think, are we out of are, are we out of material? And clearly, no. Clearly, uh, I think we could talk for years. Oh, I think we um, can, and we're going to. But <laughs> we're going to touch on a few things that you guys had sent. Yep. And honestly, we didn't rehearse this, we so did this is our off the cuff yep. responses to it. all your stuff. So and there will be no editing on this, so you're going to hear. Yeah. Like, oh, well, so we were like, uh, I don't know. Um, but one of the questions was about just they wanted the topic of works in progress uh -huh. and or whips. Not whips and chains. I know we've had whips. <laughs> we, we've talked when whips before. Yes. Leslie gave me a bad look, but now she brought the bad look. That this was time. that was my fault. So whips, yes. I mean, of course, we we all have works in progress. Um, I try to organize them kind of at the beginning of the year. Of what do I have now? What did I not get done in the previous year? And how do I want to spread that out? Over and the what next did year? I not get done in twenty years? Right, <laughs> exactly. So um, that's how I do it, and then I kind of try to map out. Okay, this month I'm going to get this one done, and, right. and that way I can still bring in new things. Right. Because I think we always want to have a new project. I mean, there's new projects that are kind of come up that you're going to want to do. Right. You're not just going to stick with whips all year. That right. would be boring. Right. Um, but I keep them all stored in project bags that I've made, and I use um, the project bag pattern that Kimberly Jolly did on uh, YouTube. So if you're interested in how to make that, that's where that pattern is. It's not a written pattern. It's just a video. You don't need a written pattern for this. She's got a great video out there. Right. But I like using those. And I think a lot of people will use boxes, you right. know, um, snap, snap, Rubbermaid type boxes to keep their projects organized. Great. That's totally fine. I like the bags just simply because I can throw a bag in a bag. Right. You know, right. and if I'm going to go on a retreat or I'm going to go to Quiltopia, right. Midtown, QMT, that's I right. can just grab the bag and right. go. Right. Like I don't have to worry about it. So that's kind of work in progress for me. Okay. What are your, so, what's yours? So as, as disorganized as people see my space as being, I'm actually really organized. I'm, I'm, organized chaos yes. in myself. So right. like if I'm starting pet portraits, which right now there's just, I just, I probably have 40 of them that I need to do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm tarot magicking my fabrics and I'm putting those into special um, bins. Yeah. Like if it's all black, they're all, they're, they're 
Daryl Mag. And as I'm looking for something, and I, I'm thinking, okay, I'm like, we'll look at your dog, and she's got black and whites and grays. Right. And maybe that's going to be a dog that's going to have black and white and grays, but I'm doing a different color. Oh. I'm yeah. going to pull those out and put those in a bag, knowing that that's going for something else. Gotcha. So that's still, it is a work in progress, even yeah. though I might not have started it yet, right. because I know I'm going to go to it. Now, yeah. things that I say my whenever, whenever they happen to get finished, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, lover of Yazzie bags, you know yep. me, and yep. Yazzie bags have handles on them. I put the things in the Yazzie bags, and then mm-hmm. I, you know, I purtify them, <laughs> put, put a little purr or something on them. And, I love that. And I will have those bags going with that. Um, mm-hmm. Other projects that I have, I mean, it's, I'm almost disgusted with myself. I was in the long arm room today and something, I have this very tall chair yeah. that sometimes when I'm, when I'm doing um, a custom quilt, I'll sit in this chair and work on, you know, have the machine right up. I'm doing the micro stippling and stuff. Yeah. And I piled some things because I thought, I'm going to actually put bindings on these. And I have 17 quilts yeah. <laughs> that have not been squared and that need bindings. Oh, gosh. That's just what's on that chair. The other room that I have a bunch of them, and I'm thinking, I've made the bindings. They're ready to go. They need to be squared. They're oh, going to be done on gosh. the machine. So those works in progress are probably, because if I needed to, I could square them up and you yeah. could use them without right. a binding. right, right, right. Uh, like Angela does? Yeah, like Angela does. Yeah. <laughs> raw edge binding. Raw, raw edge binding, that's right. That's right. So so that's what I do with whips. Awesome. Okay, here's another one. Um, favorite fabrics. Mm. Do you have favorite fabrics? I mean, I know you do. So like favorite designers or the kind of fabric I like? Um, I would say designers. So, you know, of course, I'm always going to lead towards Tula, Tula or right. Cave. Right. And the reason for those are because... now. For me, with a cafe, it's mm-hmm. just too big and too large for a quilt for me. Right. I, 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 while I don't like to piece, yeah. I also don't like an 18-inch block that's just beautiful fabric. Right. That to I, me, I mean, that's I'm, like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. I right. mean, number one, 18 inches, I can't do it all into custom mm-hmm. something. Even a 12-inch yeah. block for right. me, that's just one piece of fabric, isn't sure. something that I like. Um I do really like um what was that 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 fig um, oh the fig new, tree uh-huh I C- like uh, cinnamon and the new sweet because it's sweet I can't it's, remember cinnamon um, and fig but I go more towards the really bold and then yeah. other fabrics that I like I I'm looking at shapes mm-hmm. and what I can cut apart to put into a yeah. collage right what I can do for fur so. I would say I'm looking more at shape and color than what I am the actual actual designer. designer, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't collage. Right. But you love Camille. I mean, I I do love collage. Right. But I don't do it very. I mean, I'll do it. Right. If I've got something in mind, but that's not my thing. Right. Um, I love piecing, yep. and um, so Camille is my number one. Right. Love, love, love anything she does. Yep. I will I will gravitate to anything that she yes. does because I just love her style. And you like the colors that she the does. colors are me. Uh-huh. The they're the look pastel. and feel is me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just great. Yep. And and they're not all pastel. Right. Like this latest this latest one that she's got coming out is more pastel. Right. She's got some. She does have some bright pink in it, but it is more pastel. Right. But most of the time, like it's she's bl- got bold the blue, the blue, yep. the aquas, yep. the yep. navy. Yeah. You yeah. know, I yeah. love pink. Right, it's my right. thing. Um, so I love her, and I love Lori. Holt. Yeah, yeah. I just do. Yeah, and do. I, what I what I love about Lori Holt is not just like 
it's it's her mind how she designs fabric. Right. It goes with anything. Mm -hmm. Like every collection, you can mix and match, and it doesn't really matter. And you and, and she's so you're a blender like, with other people's yes, stuff too. And really it's well. just great. Yep. So I know if I buy Lori Holt and and in two more years, a new line will come out. I could always use scraps with it, right. with the ones that I used two years ago, because they just all go together. They do. And they so do. I appreciate. I appreciate designers that build their collections that way right. because I'm not wasting money. Right. Do you right. know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Um, exactly that's important to me. So I think that's, those are, I would say those are my favorite fabrics. I do like some of um, a, uh, uh, Sherry and Chelsea's stuff, um, A Quilting Life, right. uh, Chelsea Stratton, Sherry McConnell. I like some of their um, fabrics. I like a lot of their patterns, right. Right. mostly. I like Lella Boutique. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, Lella's really, really, really good. Um, so I don't know. I also like art gallery. I like the feel of the art gallery. gallery oh feel. My it, gosh, there's nothing so like it. Like nice. if I could it's just like get, linen feel. I would just get a whole big old thing of it for, just, and yeah. make sheets out yeah. of it. Yeah. Wouldn't serious. you just sleep Absolutely. with art gallery? Yes. Um, the, the feel of it and you know, Angela's fabric feels nice, nice, like it does. art it gallery. Does. It does. And so and she's printing her fabric and I love that. Yes. So that's not fair. You know, I mean, you I love think, Angela's fabric, I do, too. But I can only buy it from Angela. Right. And so that's it's right. once a year when I when go, you go, when I go hang out with Liberty, her. That, yeah, which that will I be there next month. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, we had somebody asking us about our favorite um, retreats in the Midwest. Yep. Um, and definitely Angela's oh, absolutely. is right up at the top of our list. I mean, it of is. course, my favorite all-time retreat was, was one in California. San Diego. Yep. I will never, that, it, it's going to be hard to yep. top that retreat yep. for me I just I just loved it yep. so I'm super I'm super excited though to yes. go see Angela again me too um next month well, and be a lot I think of fun. part of what, the reason that California was also so great for us uh-huh number one we're in California where the weather's yep. beautiful right we are away from our half of household yes. and our families we didn't have yes. any response and we didn't have to lug anything uh -huh. out there but we were with Angela we were with <laughs> Angela so, you know, and I mean, Camille and Camille I was, I was gonna get to don't get part. don't leave out I, Camille I, but we you didn't know Camille at that time I didn't you but you knew of her, but you didn't know her. And I knew Angela, so I knew that's what true. I was going to get that's, from it. That's true. Well, and I did not know Camille, but I knew you I was going to that's get right. to know Camille. You knew you were going to stalk <laughs> that girl till you broke her down. <laughs> oh, Camille's not scared of me. She well, she's not me. now, but she was quite frightened of you when she first met oh, you. Oh, that's not true. I, okay. I brought her gifts. I know. And she was like, how stalky is this? She thought <laughs> my name. She's taking my logo. She, she's, I'm going to ask her if I scared her. She, I think you she, scared her. I freaked her out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were the one that she, she's looking Camille. at me like she's like, oh my. I God. think she was looking to me like, what's going Save on? Save me from Save do you me. know? And then <laughs> and then Angela wasn't there with us. And then she's kind of like that. Then when when she saw that I was there with Angela, and she's like, okay, she's known Angela for a while. And yeah. Angela still has all of her organs, yes. so she's probably not. After, <laughs> and I was after the hair. That's what I would have yeah. taken because you know, no, I great hair, I loved that trip so much. And yeah. you know, I've got a trip. I'm co that's coming up in July I'm taking with uh, such and such yep. Kara yep. and Jeannie Divorce yep. Fabric yep. Jeannie uh, we are going to Sisters Oregon yes. and we're going to go to Sisters Outdoor Quilt right. Show we've signed up for two classes while right. we're there so I'm super excited Absolutely. we did not get into Tula's class I know class, it didn't it filled up and right away it filled up like I don't know if they it just filled up before it even opened I mean it had to have it was no, just so crazy they open when you register for these things I know things. but Rochelle it was uh -huh. filled so, 
I know, immediately. So, so again, you have to, that has to be your one choice. You have right. to know it. You put the number in yes. and you check out immediately. Yes. And then you go back and hope to right. get other things. Right. But I think, you know, I But think, it's, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I really am yeah. because the, the classes we signed up for, right. we're excited about. And right. I'm, one of them is going to be Dresden Plate. Right. Which I've only done, you know, I've right. only made a couple of right. like things with a Dresden. Right. And so I'm super excited right. to get to really play Absolutely. with that. And the other one, we're making a firecracker quilt on. Fourth of July. Oh, how fun! And so that'll that, be fun. Yeah, that'll be great. So I, while you know, yes, I would have loved to have taken a Tula class. Right. I'm right. also like, I'm really excited well, about and, the other instructors. And, and I think we're going to have an opportunity for a Tula class that we're not talking about yet. Oh, because I, I so it's just we, when it happens, we will. Um, oh, discuss, well, yeah, I, this yeah. is news to it me is, too. Because you know, because I can't talk about it because we don't have enough. It's not all put together of what's going to happen with it, but when it does, okay. it'll be great. Okay, so, so um, let's see. What else? Oh, th somebody asked about thread. There's so many different kinds oh, of yeah. thread. Yeah. And, I mean, you guys, listen, here's what I do. I piece everything, everything, unless it is like a dark fabric, and I'm rare, I'm, right. I'm, I'm rarely use right. a dark, dark fabric. I'm always, I am always piecing with um, the light sand, uh, R-fill, 50 weight, Color 2000. That's and, what I use for everything. And I use Dove Gray. And you use Dove Gray. For everything. Everyone, like, is in, you can, you could ask any quilter. Usually they're going to be in one of those camps. Right. Like, they're just, they're using, they always use the same color, but right. it's all, I always use 50 weight. Right. Do you use 50 weight yep. piece? Yep. Um, now, I just hand quilted right. a, a pillow, the right. Jen uh, Kingwell yep. Clopin pillow right. that I finished. And I did have, I would have preferred probably a 40 weight thread right. to do my hand quilting, right. uh, but I used 50 and it was fine. Right. And so, I don't know, I think just, you got to play with the fa the threads and see what you like, but I, for piecing, I use 50 weight. And you know, Sue Spargo has a great line of threads. Um, she has a lot of wools and things. And again, it depends on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was in China, I bought, I went to the silk factory and I bought all, every color of silk embroidery thread that they had. Yeah. And... Um, I was thinking, well, when I do my, uh, needle turn and things yeah. like that, I'll change up my colors. Well, guess what? I use dove gray. <laughs> I use dove gray for everything. So once I have all you this find, really, yeah. Once you find your fave, it's kind of hard it to is. get off. Of. And here's, but here's the great news. If you have a favorite. Yes. Just get a cone. Yeah. Get a cone. And, and And then you don't have to, you're. Literally, you waste a ton of money just buying the smaller spools. Just get if once you land on your favorite color, just get a cone, and you'll you'll be thanking and, yourself later. And we buy cones; they're expensive, people. And we're not going to lie to you that they are. But we buy one to travel with us, and we buy yep. one to keep at home. Yep. And then you never have to worry that you didn't have your right. thread. And you know, my least favorite thing in the world to do is to wind bobbins. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I hate it. So I will sit there, and I have fifty bobbins for my machine. Yep. And I get my cone and I wind it. 50 bobbins. Me too. Now, people will say, why aren't you buying... I have 20 bob uh -huh. or 30 bobbins. Right. They're, they're saying, why aren't you buying um, and using bobbin thread? Because it's a different color. Right. And it probably doesn't matter. And it's also a different weight because it it's is. a lighter weight. It is. Probably doesn't matter. They're pre-wounds. They're, they're wonderful because they have yeah. a boatload of thread on them. Yeah. And you can go forever. It's just... 
I bought all the bobbins, going to use the bobbins. Right, 100%. You know? I agree. Um, so somebody asked about quilt storage. Okay. Um, I store my, I have them all over the place. Right. I mean, I'm sure you yep. do too. I would love, love, love to have a cabinet that's glass front that I could, you know, display them all in, but I don't have any room for something like that. So I have baskets, like I have baskets right. in my quilt room. I've probably got six quilts in this basket. I hang them on the, I've got door hangers and I hang them on my doors. I have quilt racks that I hang them on. I mean, in here alone, let's count how many I have. I've got one, two, well, there's two on that one. <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's twelve quilts kind of displayed. Right. It just in here. And right. then I have quilts in my in my family yeah. room, and then I have quilts in my bedroom. I have quilts right. in the I mean, so I just have them all over. I don't ha I I will be on I do not store right. quilts. I just don't because right. I use them. I want right. I want them to get used. Right. Or they're either on display or they're in a basket where you can grab it right. and cuddle up with it. And I have quilts, you know, all over the place also. I mean, I was um, mm -hmm. doing laundry yesterday and my dogs have quilts like there's a a window <laughs> box in front of you know my That's bedroom sweet. and there are quilts on there that they can come in yeah. and you know I, at the bottom of my bed there's stairs that are wider stairs for them to be yeah. able to get oh, up yeah, on the yeah, bed yeah. well they're wide enough for a quilt so right. I have a quilt there but for me storing quilts my storage is I don't fold them yeah they're all and they're so I can always do a bed quilt show because I can stand there when I finish one and it gets uh -huh. binding it goes on top of this other bed that we don't ever use. Oh, gotcha. And it probably has, I don't know, that probably weighs 4,000 pounds uh -huh. because there's so many quilts yeah. on there. Because I, I store them all flat. Oh, every quilt that I, because I don't yeah. I don't want them to have a quilt you know a fold line uh -huh. in them. Um, so yeah, I you do know, like are, I roll mine right, but um, but it still will have a a fold line. Right. But I take them out every once in a while right. and, and refold shake, yeah. and refold yeah. them and stuff. So mine is just. Actually, I probably just lay them out that way because, I, you know, I'm a pile person. So I pile them on <laughs> you top of are a pile other. person. I'm pile away. Okay, so here's a funny one that I got. Okay. They want to know what kind of eyeliner I use. Oh, now that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, and it has Barushka nothing to do with Barushka red lipstick. When yeah, we yeah, called, yeah. Remember when we called Barushka yes. to ask oh, about her lipstick? That was so funny. <laughs> Poor Barushka. She's probably like, you people are so crazy. She, she's a little afraid of us, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> we've scared everybody <laughs> off. Um, but I use... It Cosmetics, um, I try to use a lot of It Cosmetics, and I'll tell you why. Um, Jamie Lima Kern, I think is her name. She's the CEO of It Cosmetics. She was a television anchor for years, and she had rosacea on her face. Uh -huh. And so she was always trying to find good, like, coverage. Right. Um, could never find anything that would work that wouldn't affect her skin because okay. her skin was so sensitive. Right. And so she started working with her dermatologist and another, like someone else to create a, a foundation yeah. that would work for her skin. Right. And she just kept building her business from there. And I was always just so intrigued by her. She's right. amazing. Right. I love listening to her talk, but I love their cosmetics. They're amazing. So I use, I use the liquid eyeliner. I use 
the, their, her mascara. I use her CC cream, right. um, full coverage cream on my face. I use, um, I just, I, I use their balm. There's a, like a balm, a cleansing balm to wash my face with. I mean, I love all of their stuff. So yeah. I use a lot of that. My lips though, I use Kylie Jenner stuff because yeah. yeah. Kylie's lip kits are yep. just yep. killer and they're so good and they stay on. And so I use that. Too. And and that's that's my my pencils and my other a pencil and a, and a and a glossy wand or whatever. Wand yeah. that I have some of that for my lips. My eyeliner that I use is Clinique. Um, you know, and I have it. I used to be a Clinique uh, business manager. I, did I you know, know that? I did know that. We so now that you'll was, know why I'm so like a makeup gal. That's why. Because it goes makeup, way back her when I wore a white like, coat. Or maybe <laughs> it's because she also does drag. And so she's got to have the Okay, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to segue into that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Moving right, Moving right along. along now. Um, writing on quilts. Somebody asked about writing on quilts. Yep. And I use IdentiPen yep. just because I feel like it doesn't bleed. Uh-huh. It um I when when I when I write with an IdentiPen on fabric now I usually you want either heavily heavily starch it or right. Terial Magic your fabric mm-hmm. if you're going to write on it cuz it'll turn it into feeling like paper. It'll wash perfect. Right. But you want to heat set anytime yep. you are using IdentiPen or any other pen honestly. If you want it to stay, you need to heat set that right. and make sure that it's good and good and good and hot. I mean, I would I would do it Two or three times before right, I, right. I'm done. What do you think? So I do, you know, because I don't make a lot of labels, but when I did, mm-hmm. um, I use, what is it, the Perma Pigment pens, and I like oh, the, I yeah. like the .05 milliliters, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a thinner pen. It feels, mm-hmm. it feels like using a regular pen. I like mm-hmm. to write with that. Um, I, again, heat setting them, you have to heat set them. Well, you don't heat you set just those do. things. And even sometimes when I do, I will go over it a couple of times mm-hmm. just to darken it up um, because I am using such a, a thin a fine. pen, fine mm-hmm. pen with it. No, that yeah. makes sense. Um, we also had a question about um, piecing stitch length. And I think that's interesting because I think that's just preference, right. frankly. Yep. I mean, I think it's what you did. Now, I press open. So I, I don't mm-hmm. think stitch length really truly matters all mm-hmm. that much unless you're pressing open. If you're going to press open, you need to get your stitch length down. It, you can't be doing two and a half to three on an open press or you're going to see your threads. Like they're going, you're going to have a much hard, you're, you're going to have a much better chance of that pulling apart. Don't you think? See, I don't think so. Um, I I do a two and a half when I'm. Do you press I'm, open? I do, and for me, there's no strain on it. It's not. It's not like garments because we we sew garments with two and a half. Yeah. And we get stress on those because we strain on a quilt. We're not getting but we stress. We don't press open on garments. Yes, we do. do. We? Oh yeah. Well, I don't. Garments. Oh, I don't that know. was that's why that's what was always hard for me going from garment making into quilting because we used to press to the dark. Oh. And in garments, you don't. You yeah. press everything open. Um, the I, I again see the difference when you're saying you can see the threads. If I am piecing, two is the smallest that I will go with it unless I'm paper piecing. Oh, paper and piecing. paper piecing, I'm down to a 1.5 You've one got to go down. To I'm a 1.5. I'm, I'm down to a 1.5 yep. if I'm doing any kind of paper. If, if like you're using yep. triangle paper Absolutely. on a roll or yep. you're doing, um, you know, any of the, that, that foundation paper piecing, you're, if you don't get that stitch, you're going to tear. Your, your seams will you'll tear. They do. When you pull your paper they off, do. it'll tear. And the other thing is, is that at your edges when you're paper piecing, you mm-hmm. need to have that smaller because you might pull that tape 
take right. hey, Barbara, and it and is going to take it. a few. It's going to take a few stitches yeah. out. Um, you know, when when I'm just piecing something, like I said, if it's just regular piecing, two's the smallest that I ever go. So here's the um, thing: I I go back and forth with paper a lot because yep. I I will use triangle paper on a roll, right. and then I'll piece something. Right. I'm not changing my stitch length, yeah. so I just because she doesn't pretty, remember. So pretty no, pretty much everything <laughs> just stays at one and a half to yeah. one point eight. That's kind of where I. That's my sweet spot. Um, somebody asked about batting. Um, I like 80-20. That's yep. my, I just like 80-20. I like Quilter's Dream. Yep. That's my favorite. I also like bamboo for yes. certain things. Um, but you, I know you've used poly and okay. like it. And so, I, I, I prefer a cotton, an 80-20 cotton right. or bamboo. That's my, that's where I live. But. So, so, you know, a lot of people ship quilts to me, and I quilt them, and then I ship them back. And, mm -hmm. uh, again, Quilter's Dream polyester mm -hmm. is just, man, you know, you're doing something custom on there. Um it shows it. It shows it shows your stitching so well. It's lightweight, so it's cheaper to ship back. It holds up really, really well. Yeah. Um, some people say, oh, you don't ever want to use polyester when you have a little kid in case there's a fire. And I'm thinking, well, you know, polyester probably would melt. Um, I like 80-20. I like mm -hmm. bamboo. I like wool. I like I like it. How you know how I decide what I'm gonna do? How? I buy my 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 batting by the roll. Yeah, and, and whatever only, you have. I only want to have one roll open, with the yeah. exception of polyester. Sure. And I will always have a poly open. So if it happens to be I'm doing one of my quilts and it's 80-20, my quilt's getting 80-20. If, if I have bamboo, bamboo out, it's, it's bamboo. Getting, if it's right. wool, it's wool. Yeah. And that's really how I do it because yeah. I don't want to have lots of wool. I don't think I have anything time. with wool. I don't think you do either. Not you've you've not done any no. wool with the stuff. I'm that I eighty did. twenty yep. or bamboo. Yep. Um. Let's see. Pre cuts, spray starch, dunk or no, not at all. And I, I hate this answer, but it just depends. Yep. Um. If your if your pattern is calling for that pre cut to be the full pre cut, if like if you're if you've it. got a if you've got a charm pack and yep. it's calling for that five inch square to be used as a five inch, then you cannot starch it. Nope. Do, do not start. You it. just want to use a best just, press. Just best light, press, best, light, best, light, 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 and light, 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 and press it and be done because it will shrink. And um, I don't steam those when mm -hmm. I have those. Um, if it's going to use the whole amount, mm -hmm. like when we were doing the crazy quilt cutting, oh the yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. Quilt I haven't put that together yet. I need to do oh, that. I know, and That's I cut on my it so, plan, and I cut it so quickly. I know, but yeah. if I'm using that, that uses the whole block, right? And they're not wrinkled. You right. know, when you get a charm pack yep. and you get a layer cake yep. and you get a, a, a just jelly sew roll, it together. they're not, just go. Yeah, they're, just go. <laughs> they're not wrinkled unless, you know, you've opened them up and stuffed them in a bag now, to I throw them under say, the couch though, If something. it doesn't call for the full size, yeah, I'm going to starch it. I'm going to starch it too. You I just both. like it. If I'm doing a four inch out of a uh -huh. five inch, that oh, baby, oh, that baby's going to be four starched. Inch, or you're call, even if it's a four and a half. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm starching. You go up to four and a half, yeah, but no bigger than that. I'm starching the heck out of it then. Me too. Um, signs it's time for a new machine and how to choose. When it's the new thing that comes out and it's pretty <laughs> and that's when I choose. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> there. I, okay. Listen, you guys, um, he, I, I will, t I will, no, no, no. I will tell you this. I had a machine and it was from Walmart and it was fine. And then I needed a bigger throat because I just was, I was wanting to hand, I was wanting to quote right. more of my stuff. Right. So I upgraded to a brother, um, an Obis. And I loved that machine. I loved that machine. It was a great machine. Um, however, um, 
I really, really wanted even bigger. I really wanted a bigger machine right. than even that. Right. So I did buy the Janome 9450. Um, but then I went to San Diego. Yep. And I had been, listen, I'd been eyeing a Juki forever. Yep. Forever. And I just wanted a straight stitch machine that was a beast. And so that's, you know, I did it. And you know, I don't regret it. I don't, it's, right. I mean, I think honestly, <laughs> I can't answer this question because right. right. I just buy it when, if I feel like it's time. I just, if and, I want it, I, you know, and I can afford it and it's in my right. budget, I make it happen. And, you know, we use um, featherweights that were from the 20s. Oh, and I love my featherweight. Yes. And, and and so when it's when you say, when is it time to upgrade? If it is a, an, a non-computerized machine. Right. Like a featherweight or right. my old Bernina. Or your Juki. Or my Juki. Well, the Juki was the new one. But my, yeah. my one in college, one of the things that we had to buy, because, you know, I was a home ec major, mm -hmm. we were required to buy... Recording? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we were I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> we were required. That was one of our things. We had to buy a machine, and it was yeah. Bernina. That was like in your book the list. The thing. And I graduated. I mean, I bought that machine in 1978, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I still use it. It's right. not computerized. Right. It's you know, it's a Bernina. Love a Bernina. That's kind of my thing. Now, if you have a computerized machine and it's you know, you turn it on and you're sewing, and all of a sudden it starts blinking at you, and your stitches are going. Then crazy, it's time to get a new machine. It's time to get a new machine. Yes. Um, you know, you get you sell your machines when you get a new one. I do. I do not. I just you know they have their table. They just get to stay in another place. Well, and I saw. Well, I got. Well, I won that right. embroidery machine right. from Sewing Machines Plus, right. and it was better than the one I had. Right. And I don't need. I need two embroidery machines. Like I need a hole in the head. I just did. I don't embroider. Do you look? Do you see yeah, me looking I down? Don't, but I don't embroider. I don't anymore either. Yeah, but I don't embroider. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I don't need two yeah, uh, two right. of these. And they right. were both brother. It's right. not like it's one not, was a different brand. Right. And I'm gonna. So I sold the other one that I had because the one I got from Sewing Machines right. Plus was better. Um, I sold my brother Innovus, which right. I was a little sad to sell right. that one. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, but it went to a really it, good home. It did go to a really Our good friend home. Mary, that's right. she um, bought it from me. But um, So I know where she is. That's I know right. where that's my right. sewing that's machine right. is, she and does. it makes me feel... And she's happy. She, she loves she it. Does. She is. So I'm just like... Um, I don't. I don't need extra stuff. Right. Like right. so. It's just. It's. Right. Yeah. I mean. It's just like when I got rid of my, um, cutting. What's the thing? What was my? What's the? Your Martelli. No. The cut. The cutting. The go big. Oh. Whatever. Her AccuQuilt. Accu. Yeah. My AccuQuilt. <laughs> she had that. She had everything to go with it. It was I a must had. <laughs> I needed everything, and then. I never used it. Yep, never um, used it. so it's yep. it's those decisions you make. You're like, I don't really need this because right. I I like to cut. And right. so why am I keeping a machine that's gonna cut for me when I it's taking all the joy out right. of it that's for right. me? I like it. So anyway, I think and, back to you know, machines right and, and get it when you want. The other thing with the machine, when is it time to go? You know, we get asked this a lot. Would you buy mm -hmm. a used machine? Yes, I would buy a used machine. A hundred percent. Um you know, if, I definitely if would. it's been serviced, if you can take it to someone to see what the service mm -hmm. is. And again, these machines I mean I mean, I have had to replace in my machine, well, in actually two of my machines that I paper piece so much, the feed dogs. Oh. Because the paper wears, wears them, them down. down. Yeah, Because I, I paper that. piece so much. And I'm thinking, I have never replaced feed dogs in my machine that's like, you know, 45 years yeah. old. Yeah. 
It's the difference of it's what you do. It's the difference in what you and do, yeah. What do you what do you want in a machine? Do you want something mm-hmm. do you want to buy a new machine because you're traveling and you want a lightweight machine? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to have that's something true. do you want something big I've got and heavy? One of those. Yeah. Do we want the big heavy duty that's a single stitch only? Do you right. want to have do you want to have embroidery and sewing together, or do you want it as separate that it's just embroidery so you can be sewing? Right. Because if you're only going to have one machine and you're doing both things, you can't do both. You can't do both at the same time. time. So right. you might need to have something. Yeah. So it's again, and yep. then how much money do you want to spend? Right. It's all about budget. Yep. And what you want to do. And room. So yeah, and how much room. room do you have for it? Um, Here's another one. Um, quilting subscription boxes, which you probably don't have I don't any. Do. Um, okay. But I do. Um, but the only one I do is the one from Fat Quarter Shop, which is the um, Sew Sampler monthly box. I love it. And it's always fun because I like I like notions. This is what you know about me, yes. Rochelle. I, do I love this. notions. I don't care. If it's a new notion, I'm all over it. Like She's I want to know, I want to know what it is, and so I usually well, in those sampler boxes you get from Fat Order Shop, you usually get something pretty new. So um, I really like that part of the process. Let me see if there's anything else that I missed. Um, somebody asked about traveling with your machine on an airplane. I've not ever done it. Um, me either. I rent, but I I would rent if it's yep. I would rent if it's available. Yep. If it's not available, um, I actually kept I keep my boxes, right. and I did read about this right. when I you know when I thought I might use my Janome for travel. Right. right. Um, it I kept the box. Right. With all the padding and everything, right. so that when you you can check your machine. Yes, you can. And. It's padded. It's just like it's going to get jostled around, uh-huh. but it's getting jostled around just like when it did ship in shipping it. in yep. the first place. So I keep my ship. I keep keep the original right. box, and I and and I'm going to do it that way. So I take this back. I have traveled one time with a machine. It was my featherweight. Okay. Your featherweight box will yeah. will fit in. It the will fit in the overhead. Yeah. And I don't put it under my seat. You know, yeah. I, I get in there and I get it up in the. And up, see, up I would take my featherweight mm-hmm. to sisters. Right. But I'm going to take my Janome, my right. small travel Janome, right. because um, we're going to have to have a more than a straight stitch. Right. Right. So you'll have to just know right. which one. What are you yeah. going to have to have? Yep. Um, and make sure you you know plan accordingly. Yep. Okay, just a few more row. Um, somebody asked, "How do you get more sewing time in?" Oh my God. Like I just, listen, if I'm not eating, if I'm not eating, sleeping or working my real full-time job, I'm sewing. That's just the way it is. I'm in here either starching fabric in the morning before work, cutting fabric before work, stitching after work. Like that's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. That's how I organize my life. Now, if you've got kids, right. You have to organize around that. That, right. but I don't have any anymore. Right. I, I do, right. when my grandkids are here. Right, you're not sewing much. It's not happening. So I have what I always call my little purse quilt, and mm-hmm. um, you know I have a little Yazzy bag that I put hexies in there. Yeah. And I'm hand stitching that, so I mm-hmm. always have something. So my stitching time. I've actually decreased my stitching time because I'm yeah. trying to be more in the moment when I'm with my husband that I'm not working on things. That include the stuff that can make yeah. them crazy. No, so, it makes perfect you know, sense. It's working in there. So like I said, but I can sew all day, every day anyway. So yeah. if I take it that I have just a couple hours that I can't, that's yeah. the way it is. So I've got plenty left, but we'll pick them up on the next okay. podcast because we've got a ton. I mean, we had a ton. We did. Of, so and, and I have one thing that I have to read because this is so funny from Renee Schlick. 
I think that's how we say her name. Well, I hope it's the one. Well, if it's not, she'll, she knows that she'll I butcher everybody's you. name. So this is <laughs> Rochelle. I'm late to the party, my normal. And I, and I found the Inappropriate Quilters podcast a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I went back and started with podcast one, and I'm up to podcast nine. Oh, she's not yet she's not hit 11. She's not 11 yet. <laughs> Somewhere in the early podcast, you talked about your hair and how Leslie leaves more hair in the brush than you have on your whole head. Oh, I do. Then you told about being asked if you wanted to look in the mirror before your passport photo. Nope. I, I, I want you to know <laughs> that you are my hair hero. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more podcasts full of lots of fun. So, people, I say own what you are and who you 100%. are. 100%. And, you know, I don't have a lot of hair, but, eh, I, you know, it's just what it is. So, you do with it so, what you can. Yeah, so it just, I mean, I I do spend money on products and all the other <laughs> things that you do, and I still don't have any more hair. Well, so yeah. be your own hair hero and do the thing that you go with that. So. I love that. Yeah, I, I did too. I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty darn funny. I want to say we had a few new... Um, Sorry. Well, she's going to look for something, and I'm going to talk a little bit about... I went to the open house at Osage Hills Retreat. Oh, that's right. And, and of course, we haven't recorded since we did this. So, Melissa is the owner of this place, and her husband, Steve, and their daughter, Lydia. And um, Melissa... Steve was there at the door, and I walked in, and I'm wearing an inappropriate quilters t-shirt when I walk in. Yeah. But the two women before me, he says, I can't let you in until I hear your voice. And so I don't know if he saw my shirt or what it was. So then I got there and he said, I can't let you in until I hear your voice. And I said, well, what do you want me to say? And he says, oh, yeah, it's you. He said, usually I only hear your voice when I'm in the bathroom because my wife gets ready listening to you guys in the morning. (laughs) So then um, uh, Melissa sends me this really, oh, well, while I was at the open house, it was so nice. And her friend, Cindy um, Rogers, was there. Mm -hmm. Cindy does not quilt. Okay. At all. And she was there. She went there to support her friend. Oh. She doesn't do it. We're a fan of you, Cindy. I mean, I'm telling you what, this, <laughs> this woman has gone up in my top ten. Oh, my gosh, so you neat. are probably one of the best friends in the world. That you are supporting someone that doesn't even do, doesn't even do your craft. what your craft is. How awesome. So, folks, be out there supporting your friends that you do the same craft they do. Because this woman that doesn't, she's out there supporting. That's cool. And Good then for also her. there, um, you know, our ladies from McCall's um, Country Line Quilt. That's also in Skytook. Yes. They were there. And I don't know if it was um, Jackie or Lisa was, that was there. I, I I feel bad, and I probably should have done some checking back to see which one it was. It's okay. But it's a great shop in Skytook. I mean, it's, and Notions. Notions and Notions and more Notions. You know that makes my yeah, heart skip a beat. And, and they also listen to us, so I love that. But then after the whole retreat's over... I mean, not retreat. The open house is over. Um, Melissa had sent me uh, some information because we're doing our retreat there in May. And one of the lines that she put in there is that her daughter, Lydia, Mm -hmm. listens to podcasts, but only murder ones like you do. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Good for her. Her mom's trying to get her to listen to sewing podcasts, and Uh she doesn't. And she said, I don't know what you did to my daughter when you met her. It must have been like you sprinkled fairy dust on her or something (laughs) because she's now listening to us. And she's so excited about it. And she she said, so Melissa has gone back, and she's starting to re-listen to us because her daughter's new to this. Oh, that's great. you know, so now they can have something to talk, talk about. about. So, I love that. Yeah, so if you're into episode 49 and sure. someone else starts at episode one, 
I have gone back and started listening to us because we had a couple times that we didn't, you know, a couple weeks there was nothing there. It was dry. I know. You just have and to listen to what's out so there. So that's what I did. That's I so of, fun. And you know our lady that's in Margaritaville, New York. Um, it's Bloom Fabric. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Bloom Fabric people are out there, and they're talking about Best Press and okay. how much they love Best Press. And uh-huh. in, I think in the middle of their talk, either they said this or I imagined this, something about how... You know, Leslie and Rochelle, you know, they starch everything super, you know, super, super stiff, stiff but uh-huh. best press is what we use. So yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> you can too, use so. it however yeah, you want. That's right. What works with you, you can use that. So we had some listener um, reviews on our show. Okay. Um, this one is Chrissy M52. I hope I didn't miss any, but I try to get, I try to remember where I left off, but she said, can't stop laughing. Um, I'm a new listener and am now completely obsessed with this podcast. I spend at least two hours a day quilting and having these episodes makes me feel like I'm with a group of close friends who share the same passions as me. I am searching out retreats and considering hoping, hoping a quilt guild, all of which are way outside my comfort zone. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Thanks for so much for bringing even more joy to my quilt day. Oh, that's nice. Thank you for listening to yeah. us. We appreciate it. And because, we, folks, we can't do this if you're not listening to right. well, us. Actually, well, we can. We can. <laughs> Clearly. We just, we yeah. just did it for two weeks. That's right. We did um, it. Yeah. Joshua W06 says, a crew to quilt with. I love this show. I spend much of my quilting time at home alone, but now that I've found these two, that's no longer the case. Leslie and Rochelle are good friends and pull a third chair at the table for us to join. Oh, that's wonderful. That's really nice. I love the show. Lots of fun stories along with tips and tricks they've learned along their quilt journey. Subscribed and binging episodes to catch up with their recent releases. So, Joshua W06, thank you. I love that. And definitely, everybody is, you, you've got a third chair at our table as That's far right. as I'm concerned. That's right. Um, this one says, oh, this is LSU fan 227. Okay. Oh. That kind of worries me. Okay. LSU. Is that Louisiana um, State? Yeah. Which is kind of like mm-hmm. not a Razorback. Right, exactly. And so it's kind of, it's kind of like the OU, mm-hmm. OSU kind Let's of thing. Let's see how this goes. Oh. My favorite podcast. We can't oh, be so okay. bad. Okay. can't be too bad. That, that's right. That's I started right. following y'all on Instagram and then found the podcast. I am now binge listening and laugh all the time. I love when you reference places in Tulsa, and I am putting them on my list to visit when I come into town. All right. I forgive you for being an Arkansas. <laughs> Go Tigers. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. She had me then. Suey. Pig Suey. Um, this one is from Sherv L. B.A. Quilting. The best and funniest. I'm so glad I found your podcast. You both get along great and love to hear your funny stories. Always waiting for new episodes. All right. This one is from Dog Lover One Two Three Five Four, not four five. Okay, five four. Um, entertaining, inform, and informative. Leslie and Rochelle's antics and stories make you feel like you're right in the room with them. A podcast for every quilter from beginning to advance. There's something for everyone to learn. I love that. Yeah, I do too. Okay, we have two more. I'll go fast. Okay. Um, this one's one Lance. So who Ooh. knows? Is it your Lance? I don't know. I don't we'll, think so. We'll see what they say. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, the best. Um, I look forward to every. I look forward every week to listening to these two. They are funny, inspiring, and just all around friendly. They make you feel like you're a part of their quilting circle and great friends. I've picked up some great quilting tips, too. All right. 
Hi. And here's the last one from Wee Wags. Wee Wags. I love all these names. Oh, they're all dog things. So you know fun. I really love them. Um, this one says, Faves, I'm so glad I found your podcast. You two are my favorites. I'm starting over at the beginning for the third time. Okay, oh, you win. You, you do win, it. Wee Wags. Uh, wish I could find another podcast half as fun. Thanks for keeping me company. Oh, I love it. And, you know, Rochelle, that's so much. That is. Isn't that what it's about? Because we have it talked is. about this so much. We have. And I love our listeners. And I mean, you guys are our friends. Absolutely. You're our family. I think it's just fun to, like, I, I'm the same way when I, I listen back to our podcast. Of course, it's kind of funny to hear, you know, us talking right. when I, we've already done it. Right. But, um, but it is like having friends sitting in your quilt room. And we are glad that you guys feel that way. So thank you for the feedback. It's and, awesome. You know, like we've always said, and we've had this discussion, we've heard this a million times yeah. from people. It's not real. It's your imagination. And just listening back to this stuff, this is real. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't know you in your room, but we support you in your room 100%. because we know what you're going through yep. and we're going through it. And we yep. really are like the family of people that are together. Right. We so are. we're going to wind down and I'm okay. going to wind down with something that I think will fit us perfectly for what we talked about with all of our, our outsiders. Yes. Okay. What is it that makes a family? Certainly no document does, no, no legal pronouncement or accident of birth. No, real families come from choices we make about who we want to be bound to and those and, and who we want to be bound to and ties to such families lives in our hearts. And this is from the story of Arthur True Love by Elizabeth Berg. That was a saying out of there. So family out there, we're glad to say that you are part of our family. Absolutely. Until then, have a great week. Stay inappropriate.